This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From London, I'm John Weeks, and this is The Standard. Finishing the job means getting this legislation on the statute books and getting this scheme up and running. I am determined to see that through because I think this is a top priority for the country. It's a basic matter of fairness, right? And that's what we're about. We're about delivering. I'm not interested in talking. I'm interested in doing things. The actions we've taken already have already made a difference, but we've got to finish the job and I'm going to see this thing through. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has set his stake in the ground over his Rwanda asylum bill in an emergency press conference at Downing Street. I will not allow a foreign court to block these flights. If the Strasbourg court chooses to intervene against the express wishes of our sovereign parliament, I will do what is necessary to get flights off. And today's new laws already make clear that the decision on whether to comply with interim measures issued by the European court is a decision for British government ministers and British government ministers alone. In the speech, he called on his MPs as well as the Labour Party to back the bill in a vote next Tuesday. The question is for the Labour Party, right? We're going to get this thing into Parliament. We've introduced it in record time. I want to get it on the statute books in record time. So the question is, not for me, I've got a plan. It's very clear what we're about and what we're trying to do. And we're confident it's going to work. And my track record tells you that I can get things done. The question's for everyone else. He emphasised the extensive detail included in the updated bill to ensure it meets criteria set out by the Supreme Court, such as the safety of Rwanda as a country, and said his new Rwanda legislation blocks every single reason that's ever been used to prevent flights. It was a tetchy conference from the Prime Minister, who appeared exasperated by the ongoing saga around the Rwanda policy, and what he called the merry-go-round of legal proceedings. But his frustrations today may well have been sparked by this speech from Suella Braverman. The Conservative Party faces electoral oblivion in a matter of months if we introduce yet another bill destined to fail. Do we fight for sovereignty or do we let our party die? Now, I may not have always found the right words in the past, Madam Deputy Speaker. But I refuse, I refuse to sit by and allow us to fail. The former Home Secretary once again stirred up tensions with a speech in Parliament on Wednesday in which she warns the Tory party faced electoral oblivion if it goes ahead with Rishi Sunak's Rwanda asylum bill as it stands. 
And to add to the PM's misery was the shock resignation of Immigration Minister Robert Jenrick on Wednesday night, who said he resigned because he had such strong disagreements with the direction of the government's policy on immigration. So, just how significant is next week's vote for Rishi Sunak's career? And what will happen if MPs block the PM's Rwanda asylum bill? Joining me now is our political editor, Nicholas Settle. So, Nick, quite a dramatic press conference from the Prime Minister Rishi Sunak this morning. What did you make of what he said? Well, it was very interesting this morning because if we start from yesterday, we had the shock resignation of the immigration minister, Robert Jenrick. And then everyone was watching what happens next at Westminster. Would more ministers resign? Would more Tory right-wingers come out and criticise the prime minister? And then around nine o'clock, it emerged that there would be a press conference with the prime minister. And he came out and very much, very strongly defended his plan. In essence, his message was that he believes the government has gone as far as it possibly can to make a tough new immigration policy over his Rwanda deal, and that if he pushed it any further, that actually the whole deal would collapse. And Rishi seemed agitated today, didn't he? Do you think that's down to the events of last night, aka Suella's speech and Robert Jenrick's surprise resignation? Yes, well, the Prime Minister is really under pressure from three fronts here. So basically, he's got several dozen Tory right-wingers who are threatening to rebel against him. So this is very much led by Swella Braverman. She'd been uh, very critical of his Rwanda plan, saying it doesn't go far enough and that she believes it's going to be shot down in the courts, as has happened previously. But then at the same time, he has got a number of MPs on the left and centre of his party saying... If you're going to flout international conventions on human rights and refugees, then we're not going to to, to back your legislation there. So that's two fronts. And then certainly most interestingly, possibly, is that you've got the government of Rwanda now itself, say, telling Britain, telling the British government, if your legislation to support this Rwanda partnership isn't legal, we're not going to play ball with you. And there were rumours going into his speech that he was going to go down the route of a sort of back me or sack me option when it came to the vote on Tuesday. Why do you think he hasn't gone down that route? Well, the back me or sack me threat is actually a very dangerous game to play, because if you do that, you might just find that your party decides to sack you rather than back you. And certainly there's a, a lot of anger on some parts of the Tory backbenches over this proposed emergency legislation for the government's Rwanda plan. And certainly at this stage, the Prime Minister can't actually be confident of getting it through the Commons ahead of Christmas, which he would like to be able to do. Let's take a break now, coming up in part two. This is very much his flagship immigration plan. So that's shot down in flames by the Labour Party and some Tory MPs, then his premiership is really very much in crisis. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. And I understand it only actually takes 29 Tory MPs to vote against the Rwanda bill for the government to lose. What happens if that takes place? Well, if the government loses, then Mr Sunak's premiership is very much under the cost because it's not some minor bill or some minor tweak to legislation here. This is very much his flagship immigration plan. So that's shot down in flames by the Labour Party and some Tory MPs. Then his premiership is really very much in crisis. So are you saying, Nick, that Rishi Sunak's future as prime minister largely rests on the Rwanda vote on Tuesday? I think generally at Westminster, people sometimes get overexcited by events and they they think one vote could, could trigger the downfall of a prime minister. Often it's a slower process where uh, prime minister's authority is gradually whittled away. So he'll try and come to some deal with his MPs to, to get his legislation through. And often, actually, if you win the argument, you can persuade people. And um, he will make a strong argument that he simply couldn't go further. And it's also really worth remembering how potentially draconian legislation this is. So one fact is that on the face of the bill, the Home Secretary couldn't say that it would comply with the European Convention on Human Rights, which is really quite an astonishing position to be in for a British government to say, we're not quite sure whether our new law will be meeting human rights laws. That's it. And his kind of sell for the Rwanda bill is that it sort of represents fairness in the UK. Do you think the public and MPs will buy into that? I think uh, certainly a section of the public will. I think the flaw in his argument, and certainly if you look at what other countries around Europe are considering, is some countries are looking at removing asylum seekers who come to their country unlawfully, which many asylum seekers do because that's the nature of fleeing asylum. But to remove them to a third country to process their asylum claims, and then if they are successful, to take them back. But Britain isn't doing that. Britain is saying, we could deport you to Rwanda, and it's a one way ticket for the vast majority of people. And do you think some Tory MPs will back this bill just to avoid their party potentially losing yet another leader in such a short time? Yes, yeah, so often you get more noise ahead of a vote. And that actually, when people are faced with the reality of a tough decision, they decide actually supporting the government is the better option. And also, you've got to remember that there's no obvious replacement leader to Rishi Sunak waiting in the wings. In the past, there have been, obviously, with David Cameron, there's a guy called um, Boris Johnson, who was always on manoeuvres around. So there's no one obvious ready to jump into number 10. So more 
experienced MPs are urging some of their colleagues to, to realise that um, the more they rebel against government, the more they just play into the hands of the Labour Party. Thanks for listening. There's more news, interviews and analysis in the Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.